Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Coming up on TMS, Taylor goes in, baby comes out. You can't explain that? Point me in the direction of your schlangschlager. For room service, press 2. For corpse removal... Press three. Bald bearings of chocolate. I don't like spreadable meat. Grimace, ribbed for your pleasure. Who the hell is Tyler? The five dollar F me. Firm buns for my organ meat. Jabber jaw jujitsu jerks. Fiddle Brian's knobs. Don't give this man scissors. Buy a jet and eat a pig. Getting grounded with Bill. Bago science with Bobby and more on this episode of the morning stream and in the foyer you can obtain leading brands of cigarettes and confectionery damn pagans must be living on no dose i'll gladly pay you tuesday for a hamburger today this is the morning stream Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. Oh, man. <clears throat> we had a three-year-old at the house all night, and uh, he's all nervous because he's going to have a sister in a couple hours. Oh, is he excited? Yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't, doesn't even know. He has no idea how his life is about to, to change. No, he has no idea. Brother. He just knows it's exciting and that there's you know talk of what's going on, and he's been you know talking about this thing that's in his mom's gut for... You know, the last seven to eight months, and and now it's time, and he's just sort of having fun here. He's just chilling, you know, yeah, watching yeah. Bluey, wearing his Spider-Man jammies, just chilling. I saw those. Cute on uh, Twitter. I want a pair myself. They're so dang cute. I thought you liked Spider-Man, but this kid, man, yeah. he loves it. All you have to do oh, is say I don't know. I'll challenge him. I will challenge him to a Spider-Man like-off. He does this to you all the time. He like, puts the, the hands out with the things, and he's always throwing the goat like he's shooting webs yeah. and stuff. As, uh, I'll bet he doesn't own a uh, Spider-Man uh, fidget cube. I'll bet he doesn't. I'll bet yeah. you do, though. Yep, look at that. I do. Yeah, turn right. How, yeah, what does it have on it? How many things can I do on your fidget cube? Um, well, nine. One on each side, right? Oh, I'm sorry, six. Six-sided cube. Six Cubes have six sides. <laughs> that's a, that's a Actually, D9. take that back. No, because because there, there are multiple things on a couple of these sides. Like, this side has, has spinny oh. knobs and a rolly ball. Yeah, yeah. This one has five different levels of of push. Like yeah. one's clicky. Yeah. Oh yeah. But then some of them are squishy. One of them's kind of clicky. Yeah, Cherry like, switches versus brown switches. Yeah, gotcha. So actually, my nine might have been <laughs> pretty close. You to, might have been much close closer. To accurate. It's yeah. Like Twelve sided uh, fidget cube. 
His, uh, his head spins. Ooh, ooh. Oh, nice. Do his eyes do anything? If I fiddle with those? No. Okay. No. No. So, All right. Well, don't fiddle with Superman. Light switch. Uh, yeah, actually, this 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 probably has uh, more than nine because if you count each of these five buttons as different things because they're different levels of clickiness, then nice. golly, this thing has a lot. Golly. Golly. Look. People like it when I say golly on this show. They sure do. Uh, holy cow they like that one too <laughs> no it's just it's like a you're a throwback to our parents generation when you talk that's about right that. yeah ah, <laughs> I love golly it. Oh, golly what are we doing here what a bunch of malarkey ah. <laughs> uh well it's good i played uh, colonel potter at the beginning because he does that as well yes well, it's very very appropriate you're in good company all right so here's the deal yes uh, this is uh, as mm-hmm. i understand it, here's my medical understanding okay T- taylor goes in they, um, you know, they smack her belly around a little bit, just whack, whack, whack with like a stick or something. Okay, and then they sure. say, all right, get up on the treadmill and give us a 45 minute. And then she'll do that. And then uh, uh-huh. after that, they make her eat an entire lasagna, a whole lasagna. Just rah, rah, just yeah. work it down. Well, no, you want something greasier. So the baby just slides right out. Oh, I see. It's there to help yeah. get that going. All right. Well, uh, and then they lay her in this bed and they put a mask on her and they say, wait. And that's it. That's the deal. And then right. eventually- Meanwhile, Tyler is in the other room smoking, chain smoking cigarettes and pacing back and forth. Yes. Except that's- Dylan is the name you meant. But yes, Tyler, Ty- whoever this Tyler is that you mentioned. Yes. I'm sorry. Not Tyler. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I took the Y from Dylan and put him into Taylor and made Tyler somehow. <laughs> I want to meet this Tyler guy. Uh, Who the hell is Tyler? I don't know. Oh Look, it's you know, it's Tuesday morning. It's early. We don't know what we're saying yet. All right. Okay. Dylan is pacing back. Let's get to my joke about uh, what we learned from 1960s television about the uh, the husband waiting, pacing back and forth, chain smoking cigarettes in the waiting. All right. That's look. All I ever knew growing up was that that was what it was. Like all the cartoons, all that's the right. TV shows, that's right. they just pace back and forth. Yeah, that's what the husband lighting, did. Lighting the next cigarette with the previous one. <laughs> and it turns out the truth was was always that he's in the room with her. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't have to go out there yeah. and, and smoke no, a cigar and pace the floor. That doesn't work that way. That's right. Unless you're weird, like maybe you're weird and you want to, you know, you want to be outside. You don't want to be. Maybe you faint at the sight of amniotic fluid. Yeah. Or uh, uh, cords that aren't there normally. (laughs) (laughs) Why is there a cord coming out of my wife? That's right. So anyway, oh, that's the one thing they don't let you do anymore. At least they haven't with her. Um, You can't. He he doesn't get to snip the cord anymore. I didn't get to snip the cord either. Um, I I didn't ask though. They didn't offer, but I don't think I would have gotten to. Did you get to with all your kids? Only one. The other two, they said no. And so something must have changed in the mid nineties or they didn't like how you did the first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was some note in the records that said, don't give this man scissors. This guy. Exactly. (laughs) He's going to give the nurse. He'll, he'll snip the nurse's nipple by accident. Don't do it. (laughs) Anyway, we hope it goes well. It should go fine. Everything's pointing uh, to success. She's got all the right tests. Everything's good. And she's supposed to be uh, somewhere between the, the, the talk is somewhere between now and around four which is about how long it took uh, Van to be induced and then finally get here. Okay. And okay. then and then we'll know. Cool. And then we got it. And then we're going to... So the plan is we FaceTime him first or FaceTime them because uh, they don't want us at the hospital, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because it's still weird at hospitals with masks and stuff, you, uh, with babies. You can't... They still won't let you like go in there like they used to. It's not quite the same yeah. as it used to be. Sure. 
Sure. And so um, until they change, however that works, it'll it'll be whatever it is. So what they're going to do is they're going to have the baby FaceTime us. We'll get to see the little thing, you know, the oh, lizard yeah. form right. of the baby. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, later uh, they'll or they'll they'll stay there tonight. Actually, I don't know how long they're staying there. We're just going to keep Van for as long as they need us to. And then when they're done, then we take Van over there to the house, meet the baby, get them all settled in, mm-hmm. and then that's it. And then we're good. And Very then cool. the job is complete. Then Yeah, then no more work at all. That's it. Uh, yeah, you're exactly. All the hard part is over, yep. and it's just easy. Smooth sailing, you know? Nothing. Smooth sailing going forward. They're, yes, they're, exactly. They went from zone to man-to-man defense, and they're going to just deal with it. So uh, anyway, it's all very exciting. I'll keep everybody informed. It may or may not affect when we have uh, Play Retro today. If it if it ends up happening mm. right around then, we might push it uh, to Wednesday. Um, that <laughs> Play Retro, not the baby. And uh, we'll let you know. Okay? So keep your eye on the prize. Uh, oh, I got a thing to ask you. I almost forgot. It's not in our notes. Okay. Ask. Hold ask on. away, Scott. Had a, uh, a dream about Vegas last night, and it's not a weird dream. It was just a common standard dream, <laughs> but it was about Las Vegas, okay. and there was a lot of Vegas things, lights, and just Vegasy things going on, um, and it felt kind of like the 60s for some reason, so there's a lot of old cars and... Yeah, it was the new strip. Anyway, didn't make there was sense. A, uh, there was a, a hotel shaped like a weird spaceship on a stick. Yes, spaceship yeah. on a stick. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. It was a great one. It was a really good one. So, uh, but I had, but I woke up with this question and I wrote this down at two thirty this morning because I wanted <laughs> to ask to you. Then. Yes. All right. Good. Because everything, everything good happens <laughs> at that time of day. I mean, I usually it's I'll vet it in the morning and go, was this any good? Like sometimes because I'll write like a comic joke for Fred and Can sometimes and. By the time the morning comes around, I'm like, well, that was terrible. I'm not using that. That's a bad joke. So that didn't happen here. So here's your question. What would you do, Brian Ibbett, mm-hmm. if you found a dead body in your hotel room in Las Vegas? Oh, like, okay. So I check in, yep. immediately open the door and, oh, my God, there's a dead body or... No, Is here's here's like how it would work. You'd the next be, morning when I finally pull the shower curtain open, and it's like, ah! <laughs> well, that's even better. But let's say, okay, so the way I pictured it in my head was a little bit more like that Four Rooms thing we watched. The, yeah, oh, God, with the, 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 the stuffed in a mattress, basically. Yeah, so under the bed, worker, ma- mushed under the bed. Sex and, worker. Yes, exactly, sex worker under the bed. And you don't know it's there until about 2 or 3 in the morning. You just kind of... It's like oh, something smells bad. What is? I was this? gonna say, like the kids in that uh, in that segment of four rooms, they're like, "Yeah, what smells? Is it my feet? No, it's not my feet. Is it? And is her fir- feet? No, it's not her feet." And chat chat room's already trying to jump on this. Says, "Will you call the cops?" Duh. No, I yeah. know that. What I'm saying yeah. is, what is your initial reaction? Like when okay. you see it, so what I would do go, you do? I would go, "Blah!" And then, <laughs> actually, I figured out through uh, through a lift ride yesterday that my gut reaction not thought out response to something mm. is uh is saying f me like but i you know say the actual word sure f me. oh yeah right like, okay oh, fuck me right yeah and uh i found this out because i was uh taking uh this kid darius to uh union station and uh was looking at the lift map and it said all right i mean it looks like i'm turning at the next intersection turning right i turn right I see instead of a yellow line dividing yeah. the road, I see nothing but white lines. 
uh, white uh, striped lines or uh, dashed lines and uh, a car coming towards me and I immediately go F me and I do a little U-turn and I'm back on the road so apparently I was about to take him down a one-way street going the wrong way oh oh and he was in the car with you and you said F he was in the car with me okay and uh, got him to Union Station and the dude still gave me a five dollar tip handed me like it wasn't like he just absentmindedly put in the app he actually physically handed me a five dollar bill yeah so well he didn't want to actually f you just wanted to give you some money i <laughs> know i'm pretty sure he did not no yes. uh well that's yeah. okay so now so you kind of know what your gut what your initial My, will be. yeah that is so that would be the first thing i'd say when i discover a dead person in the hotel room yeah and here's what you had uh, to then, do by the way would you yeah. would you if you smelled it at 2 a.m would you start? Would you try to find out what's going on first, or would you? Would you think to say, "Well, I don't want to find a body, so I'm going to call somebody, and then they're going to find me"? Like, how would you do that? Oh, part of it? that's a really good question. I mean, uh, I don't think I've ever smelled a dead body, so I don't know if I'd think, "Oh, what is that? Is that like the the you know the toilet backed up? Is that uh, something coming through the vents through the radiator?" So I don't know if I'd instantly recognize and say, "Oh, that's a dead body." do something about it i feel like i'd be the same i think i wouldn't know right away you know yeah like i just say oh this room just smells bad probably you know i'd call them the next morning and say my room stinks give me a new room yeah that's probably i mean i don't know if i don't know if it would just all of a sudden start smelling it too if it's if there's a dead body in there it's probably smelling when i get into the room probably yes Unless the maid, you know, uh, you know, Maria was in there a half an hour earlier, really spraying down the place, you know, (laughs) like maybe it's just she Febrezed it top ceiling to floor. And it's just like wonderful when you get there. Right. Because she's covering the old the 70s smoke that used to be in the Flamingo. And we know housekeeping can be any nationality or gender or (laughs) I know lots of Maria's who aren't uh, necessarily Hispanic descent. So, yeah, you know, just Maria. Just Maria. <laughs> what do you do with a problem like Maria? <laughs> um, all right. So let's say just that evening, I come back from, from Chino Poblano or Lost Spirits Distillery after having some rum. And I come in the room after, this is a few hours after I've checked in. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it smells really bad in here. Mm-hmm. I probably look for the source mm-hmm. and just and still be ready to call housekeeping and say, or call the front desk and say, yeah, this, this room stinks. Something in this room stinks. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I uh, uh, then I would once I found the source I would uh, say the prerequisite F me and yep. I would geez here's the tough part is that I'd want to call the front desk yeah which means I have to use the house phone in my room because yep. they don't usually have them in the in the hallways until you get to the elevator you could call the main you know like if you were just someone calling to check rates or something like you could call oh, good out Lord. from outside getting their voice their their uh their press one for reservations oh, press yeah. two if you have an existing reservation there's no there's no way i'm getting to the front desk calling the main number uh without 15 minutes of of, of problems that's true um so i would do zero front desk uh there's a there's a dead body in my room i'll be outside my room yeah <laughs> And then you'd probably take all your shiz out because they're going to move you right then. I would at least, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I'd wait the the time to to pack. I'd grab my, I'd probably grab my laptop bag because who knows how long it's going to be before I'm able to get in my room again. Yeah. 
And but you don't want to be in there again, right? Like you'd want to be the F out no. of there. No, oh hell no. Yeah, no. Yeah. I uh, move me to a new room for Pete's sake. Yeah, Absolutely. like a different, almost a different floor, almost a different hotel. Like if it's MGM Group, just moving to one of your other hotels is what I would say. Oh, I'd be fine with a different room, in this, even in the same hotel, even. Even probably on the same floor of the hotel I'm in, I don't care. I figure. Oh, I think that would bug me. I couldn't sleep or really? something. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Why? Do you I think the know. ghost of... No. No, it's just something about being there. It's like uh, owning a car where you know somebody got shot in the head or something. Like, I remember when my dad... I told you about that car my dad had where the bullet was yeah, still rattling yeah, the around the door. And stuff. Yeah, Had blood yeah. all in the caked into the chair when he got it. And he got such this amazing deal on it. And he was like, it was such a good deal, Scott. You know, you could buy it from me. I'll, I could, we could fix it up, you know, clean it all up, get it all set. You'd have, you'd have a pretty new car for real cheap. <laughs> like, sure. no, I don't want, I don't, I can't do one I mean, where someone got shot. That it's a very different, that would, that what I would equate, equate just to the room itself. Like if they say, Hey, we got the dead body out and we've completely, uh, we have a special hotel level Febreze that we used in there and there's no smell whatsoever. There's nothing. The room is pristine. I'd say, nah, give me another room. Uh, gotcha. But I wouldn't say give me another hotel or even, I wouldn't even say give me another floor. Okay. I would say. yeah. I'd but the next day at that hotel, when they either, if they reopen, whenever that room gets reopened, it's like a hot Taco Bell after food poisoning. It's when you want to go because it'll be the cleanest it'll ever be. <laughs> That's right. It'll exactly. never be better. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Claire says new hotel. Dice Station Zebra says new hotel. Rainbow Bright says new hotel. I just don't know what, you know. I think they don't bodies, trust the hotel. Dead, dead bodies happen to every single hotel on the strip, but I'm sure on a daily basis there's at least one dead body in a hotel somewhere in Vegas. So. Yeah, but I'm guessing not shoved stuffed under your bed. So that's someone just dying so on So that the bed. is that is the okay, so that is the discovered cuz that means you got some gnarly crime that happened. Yeah, great. So whatever hotel I move to is the one that the killer moved to because no way is he dumb enough to stay in the same <laughs> hotel after he shoved a sex worker into the mattress at the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. I don't <laughs> I think you're you're actually more correct that the room down the hall is going to be the better choice if you're avoiding that killer. Right? Yeah. Because he's moved right, on. Exactly. He's not there There's anymore. There's no way. He won't even stay on the same floor. Like, if he goes anywhere, he's going to go to a different floor in the same hotel. Yeah. But my guess, he's going to a whole different hotel. Or he's just getting the F out of Dodge. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Rebel Scum says, I'm with Brian. I think new room is just fine. And guess what? Mm. If I keep at the same hotel, oh, I'm getting treated like a oh, king. Oh, that's true. You're going to get your, A, your money back if you are if you want to demand it. You'll get it. Uh, right. And still, you'll exactly. get to stay there, and they'll give you some voucher for something. Like, yes, you know yeah, what? Yeah, like, I've come around. I don't want it right next to it, though. <laughs> right no. next to it is a problem. No, 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 no. Definitely no adjoining rooms. Thank yeah, you. No, I don't want one like of those where it's a door just between you. There's a thin wall, freaking f that. I want to be far enough away. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And I'd probably still struggle to sleep a little, just a little bit, because it just would freak me out. It's like, dude, bye. Well, and, and you know, I'd, by that time, they'll they'll there's cameras everywhere down the halls and everywhere so by that time they'll figure out what they're looking for and probably see oh yeah okay he went down the hall he took the stairs down looks like he came out on floor five he went across to the elevator lobby took the elevator down and mm -hmm. and left and now he's at the link yeah it's steve it's steve Wynn. it was steve Wynn the entire no, time no worries i won't see him there yeah. there you have it well, I'm glad I got that answered. That was an important question that was burning. Yes, a hole I'm glad. Me. Glad you asked. Yeah. Glad you asked. It was really, it was really uh, making a mess of my 
mental hotel room. All right, right. Um, moving on. We got an email from Cappy <laughs> who wrote in, and uh, yeah. I wanted to read this at the top of the show just because, and it says this. Okay. Uh, I don't know if Brian has knowledge of this or not. I've been a week plus behind on the show due to the hurricane. No worries. I live in Tampa, and it mostly missed us. I remember when Tampa was like the main target, and then, yeah. and then it shifted. You guys got And then lucky. it shifted, yeah. Anyway, he says, uh, so it's fun trash reality show. The Circle, but Scary Spice and Baby Spice are in the new season. So this show called The Circle. Can I get Brian a fish sandwich and a mmm sausage? Love the show, though. Yeah, I'll play both those things. However, is this a thing you were aware of? There's a reality show? It is. I watched the first episode. Do you know what The Circle is? What the basis of this absolute garbage of a reality show is? Please tell. I don't have no idea. It is about social media. It's about influencers who are competing to be the best influencer. Ugh. And they are they are stuck in a super trendy apartment with a touchscreen television. They're they're alone in their rooms. Yeah. And they're they touch the screen to get their task for the day. And I I I watched I, I pushed myself to watch one episode and that was even difficult. I hate everything me, I hate everything yeah. about what you've said. I hate it. I don't want and to listen, we watched Love is Blind. We're, you know, we've, we've seen garbage television. We watched a season of The Bachelorette because we wanted to see that train wreck. Yes. Never again. Yes. But, uh, and it's Twitter? 100% advertising for Twitter, says Tom Norm? Really? So it's not even like all the social medias, Instagram and, and Snapchat. and I haven't heard a thing about just, this. I had no idea. Uh, and it's all Twitter? All I mean, that that's they're just Twitter influencers? They're just Twitter influencers. Okay. Well. Boring. That's boring. Influencer, Wait. by the way, yeah. is, is, I think it's the only um, designation that I hate with a passion, but I wish I could be one. <laughs> like, you hate the term. I would, yeah. I would like to never hear the phrase influencer ever again unless it's applied to me. But you are one. You are an influencer. You influence people all the time. Where's my uh, where's my free Doritos to talk about on social media? Well, where's my free there's uh, a, Tesla it's a scale. to drive around and say, look, I'm driving a Tesla. I'm influencer Brian Ibbett. It's a scale. So if you're talking about those people with you know millions of followers, that's yeah, a different yeah. category, I suppose. Okay. But okay. like, if you get on this show and go, you guys, I really liked this uh, mm. rel- uh, replica thing I got from Lego for this uh, Marvel thing. People people go buy sure. that shit because you liked it. You influence, okay, Brian. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. By that, uh, by okay. that, not by that term, everybody here is an influencer. However, yeah, I know what you mean. You're talking like these mega buck yeah. freaking ninja types who are, you know. That's listen. For- the only it's great. Thank you all for watching stuff like uh, the Outlaws and Parasite when I recommend them and and things <laughs> like that. Uh, present company excluded, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know, I want the you know I want the perks that come with being an influencer. Hearing hearing you guys say, "Oh, I like what you what you watch, Brian," and uh, thank you for that recommendation. That's nice. That's a very nice perk. But I want. Uh, come on, give me the cash. The give money, me the, the give cash. Me the freebies, the, yeah, the, the, the the piece the pieces and parts is what you're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. I feel you. Well, anyway. So if anyone knows that path to say. Here are my 12,500 followers. Where do I cash this in for free Pepsi? Well, I'm still confused, though, why these Spice Girls are involved. Are they influencers in it, or are they doing something else in it? I think they're judges. I think they're... Um, oh. And that was... Oh, and that's the worst part. The absolute worst part. I, I sat through the entire first episode. At the very end, 
they say, and guess who's coming in to be a judge this season? And they show Emma and uh, Mel B's legs walking down the hall. Find out next time on The Circle. It's like, nope. I guess I'll never find out exactly who that is, even though I know exactly who that is, but bye-bye. Who's doing this show? Where where am I supposed to be watching it? Do you know? Uh, Netflix, I Netflix, believe. Netflix, is it? Okay. Well, I'll yeah. avoid it, but it sounds like a nightmare. You know what else uh, I don't ever want to see? I don't yes. ever want to see that Hulu show that's about those two girls that are like mega popular on TikTok, the, the D'Amelio girls. Oh, yeah. I'll no. never do it. I'll never watch it. Yeah, no. I can't do it, man. I get it. There's a generation or there's somebody out there that's like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see Charlie D'Amelio and her sister yeah. Dixie. What are they up to today? Oh, I don't oh, know. No. Buying a jet and then eating a pig? Oh, yay! I don't want to see that. No, can't do it. Can't do it. Give me, you know, give me uh, give me more uh, knowledge-based game shows. I like Jeopardy. I like The Chase. Give me a few more things like that. Not things where people have to pull uh, rubber mallets and and baby giant baby bottles out of a stack of things and prevent that giant stack from falling on top of them. I agree. <laughs> We're in full agreement here. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Cappy. I appreciate it. Quiz and then, shows. There we go. Quiz shows. Yes. There you go. Call them quiz shows. Call them quiz we shows. Can separate them from. There you go. Stacked or whatever that thing is. Like the movie Quiz Show. Great movie. Uh, <clears throat> I want to give a special shout out. Birthday shout out. To Teresa Ozoa, or hey. Oza, I always say Ozoa. Is it Ozoa? Ozoa. Ozoa. Yeah, Ozoa. Yeah, I never call her Rogue by her Tess. Let's call her Rogue Tess. Rogue Tess, yeah. But anyway, it's her birthday today, and she rocks, and I just love her, and I she hope does. she's having a great day, and uh, that she knows uh, people are thinking about her. So, Teresa, uh, happy freaking birthday. All right? For sure. From us to you. It's time for the news. It's the news, and it's brought to you by choking one's. Ch- I'm sorry, choking on a chicken bone. Oh, woo-hoo, almost said Ooh, that, that was wrong. close. I misread your your message, your, your <clears throat> note there. Yeah, I had some chicken from a Thai place that's very mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. but I don't think Thai chefs know how to uh, take the bones out properly in certain mm-hmm. parts of the chicken. Like, there's certain. Sure. I don't know what the, the you don't even know what these are called. There's like a bundle of bones in certain parts of near the thigh and where it connects to the yeah whatever yeah, like that long skinny thin bone that that always yes. seems to get forgotten. Always yeah. forget it, and then it's tiny and it shatters, and you get it stuck in your throat, and it's awful if you eat it. That happened to me yesterday. Thanks a lot, yeah. Thai chicken bones. They need to take the time. You know, we know you're producing a lot of meals a lot for a lot of different people all at once, but uh, take the time and get those. Get the bones out. Yeah, get the bones out. That's what I say. Check this out. Here's a story about spam. Speaking of boneless meat, or or okay. I'm sorry, meat with tiny specks of meat bone with in tiny it. Tiny bones. Yeah. yeah, which is exactly <laughs> what spam is. It always you, you can always it. see it. You open it up and you see little white dots. You're like, it is like mm, more cartilage. Yeah, held together, held together by uh, a meat paste. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's not good. Anyway, apparently it's become very cool again. So Brian, maybe this will sway you. I don't know. Probably not. The 84, excuse me, 85-year-old canned block of meat has undergone a cultural reinvention. Uh, Hormel uh, traded on the stock market as HRL. <laughs> I'm glad they told us that, so I know yes, where to exactly. go. There's five people out there uh, furiously writing down that uh, stock code so yeah. that they can uh, yeah. uh, 
Can't wait! Can't wait to get my uh, put my sell all, all my, my IBM and buy Hormel. <laughs> uh, they sold a record amount of spam for seven straight years. Twenty twenty two is on pace for such another milestone. This will be the biggest year in spam sales. Uh, the conglomerate behind Skippy and Genie O Turkey, Genio, Genio. Yeah. I don't know why I said Genie. Genio Turkey. Never heard of that. Never heard of Genio Turkey. Is that a really? thing? Really? That's ah, a very common. What you got there? Some Genio Turkey you've got yeah. there. Hmm. Oh man, yeah, it's a it's a very very common brand of uh, lunch meats and and stuff. I feel like we don't have it here. Do you like oh. the Genio Turkey? Are you it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Tina Tina pretty much sticks to. Um, God, what is the brand? It comes. It's like shaved, uh, thin lunch meats and stuff. Uh, shaved thin cold cuts, and I think it's like a. It might be a Kroger brand. Mm, those so, are good. I like. Yeah. I like thinner. I'm with her. Thin is good. But then thin lots of it. I'll make up for it by putting you know two or three slices on a sandwich. But then I've got, you know, it's better than a big thick chunk that rips the bread when I try and bite into it. There you go. See. We all have reasons for what yeah. we do. See, exactly. Uh, it says here uh, they can't make spam fast enough, and they are increasing production capacity as a result. It's a trending ingredient on TikTok and on the menu at fine dining restaurants in coastal cities. In 2019, a limited edition spam pumpkin spice flavor sold out Ugh. in minutes. You can buy it on eBay, where it goes for now about a hundred bucks per can. Man, what is going on? Um, what is behind this yeah. phenomenon? What does this slab of cooked meat, or why does this slab of cooked meat, uh, cooked pork, that is, is that what it is? I never even knew it was pork. Yeah, it's pork, yeah. I, I, That's I, what the, oh no, it's spiced ham is what the abbreviation, like what the spam, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's the contraction, spiced ham, spam. Is it spam. really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm learning all kinds of new things. Now yeah. I'm into spam. We're all doing it. <laughs> anyway Excellent. it says yeah. why does this long cooked pork thing uh why has it been stigmatized as the fake meat linked to wartime rations and hilariously spoofed on monty python now have cachet with foodies hmm. uh the popularity in hawaiian asian and pacific island cuisine has influenced the growth in the united states that's true like post-world war ii or during world war ii we flooded that place with this cheap easy to manufacture meat product yeah and then yeah. they took it and made it into like a cultural phenomenon now there's like all sorts of crazy dishes and stuff I mean, if you, I, I know you don't want to eat any spam, but in what condition yeah. would you, under what conditions would you eat spam? Like if I was, let's say I was a Pacific Islander and I came to you and said, Brian, my family for a hundred years has had this amazing spam recipe. You have to have it. It will you change know, your life. Would you do it? Last time I was in Hawaii, there was a, a breakfast place we went to that said, oh no, we got You got to try our spam asubi and got to try this with spam. And, and we, Tina got something, I got something. We both tried and we're like, yeah. But no, still, still spam. You know, it's like better than just spam right out of a can or thrown into a uh, uh, hot skillet. But mm-hmm. that's about it. That's like basically just just slightly above that. So it's interesting though. Like a brand like Spam. Yeah, this is probably a study in why names matter because no one's getting stoked about Ovaltine. Nobody's losing their mind about. Um, think of some old. Something your parents had to, you know, I don't know. I can't think of anything else other than Ovaltine. But, you know, sarsaparilla. Sure. Let's say, uh, nobody's <laughs> nobody's going, ah, the resurgence of sarsaparilla, right? Nobody's doing it. Right. Well, right. why? No. Well, I think it's because Spam has got this short, easy to say, recognizable name. It's kind of weird that it exists because it's a can of compressed meat, and that's already makes right. it kind of edgy and weird. Yeah. And it also 
is the word that we adopted for junk mail. Yeah, exactly. I the think things did not help yeah. at all when we started making uh, uh, spam mean something horrible like that. And I don't even, Chat's asking if Ovaltine even exists. I don't actually know if it does now. I think it does. I, yeah. my, my memory or my strongest memory of Ovaltine is they talk about it in Christmas Story, and that's all the connection I have to it. Because <laughs> I didn't have Ovaltine growing up. We had, what was it, Nestle Quick? We had that. Yeah, yeah, Nestle Quick, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cotronat, 100%. I love sprinkling Ovaltine on my vanilla ice cream. Totally the way to go. Because Ovaltine, like Nestle Quick, fine powder, like it's basically chocolate dust. Ovaltine was like little, little tiny uh, ball bearings of chocolate that were crispy you put them on ice cream and, and yeah they'd melt and turn your chocolate milk into or chocolate your milk into chocolate milk but uh there's like a little crispiness that comes with those is like oh i like this never totally. tr- i've never tried it i should try that it's a good way to do it it's a good way if to it do exists it. if i can still get ovaltine i guess yeah which yeah. probably is available i'm, I'm guessing i think you so. can yeah you might might be an order online kind of thing well the associate professor of asian and asian american studies at binghamton university an author of the book, Dubious Gastronomy, Eating Asian in the USA. Uh, he says, Spam has undergone a reputation makeover. A lot of celebrity chefs have been Asian and Asian American and reintroduced Spam to a new audience. Hmm. I feel like, here's what I feel like happened. White sure. people forced their shitty block of meat on other parts of the planet and now, and then they just had no choice but to make something good out of it because what else are they going to do? And now it's this... It's got this cachet. It's like, you know what yeah. it's like? It's like um, uh, freaking fortune cookies. We invented them. Oh, sure. Yeah, right. And then they go to Ch- you go to China. They love them in China. They think they're great over there. Do they really? So they actually do serve, serve uh, give you fortune cookies in China. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was in Hong Kong, we got not only did we get them, but the people there were like, oh, we love we love a fortune cookie. We love a fortune cookie. They kept saying. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I didn't know. I thought it was still the origin. I was like, boy, you guys sure proud of your fortune cookies. Then I find out, you know, some years later, no, it was made here in like yeah. San Francisco or yeah. something. They invent them. Yeah, right. It's uh, at least, you know, the Belgians did invent French fries. That's what's true. Your, what's your, what are your thoughts on Braunschweiger, by the way? I don't even know what that is. What is that? Uh, that is, it's a meat that comes in a tube, but it's spreadable. It's like a thick, um, God, what is the consistency? It's it's like thick, like maybe Nutella or heavier, heavier peanut butter. Ugh, but it's meat. It's meat. It's like pate, basically. Um, well, I can tell you it's right like now, sausage organ meat <laughs> kind of stuff. I can tell you, I'm not excited about it. But um, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to look up a picture so I can. Yeah. Oh, where have I seen this? You probably had it. You've probably, you know, somebody probably got a, a tube of it it comes in tubes uh, so it's a, a spreadable kid, like, spreadable meat then you spread it spreadable meat yeah it's okay, like a pate there you, there you go chat that's what it looks like oh I don't yeah. trust that one on the left here Brian I'll send this to your discord oh send this, it to me yeah this one on the left's got some of that that bone business there you go oh <laughs> maybe but yeah a little uh, like a little bit of uh, cartilage in there kind of yeah. does look like it yeah yeah that's Jeffrey Dahmer looking shit. I haven't I had like uh, I haven't had Brunschweiger in probably thirty years, but I kind of miss it. I kind of like Brunschweiger. I would try it for yeah the show. It's you've got to have firm bread to eat Brunschweiger, like to spread it on a sandwich. Because again, that stuff is is uh, if you're if you're working with uh, Wonder Bread, you're gonna rip that stuff up. 
Well, there's a whole lot of the pictures I'm seeing. A lot of usage on crackers and other stuff. You're, you're right; it's yeah. all stiff stuff, and, and the breads yeah. even are sh- that they show here. Like this might be like a hard rye or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? I'll try your Braunschweiger. Yeah, I've never tried it. El uh, Fleming says, "Good on toast with butter. Try sourdough. That sounds really good." I have no idea. But wh- huh. where's this meat coming from? Do we know where this comes from? Yeah, it's organ meat. It's like, uh, yeah. Um, like just the, it's all the leavings, right? It's like well, like hot dogs. It's like uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> don't put, uh, let's don't, see. Let's uh, just depending don't put on the it recipe, under a microscope. Like pate. Oh, here we go. Um, Braunschweiger has been made from raw minced pork or beef organ meat and spiced with garlic, salt, and pepper. You can make it at home with a number of spices like allspice, coriander, majoram, mustard seed, nutmeg, thyme, and white pepper. Uh, organ meat, including liver, a variety of seasonings stuffed into a sausage casing to easily enjoy. <laughs> easily enjoy. In ease, enjoy. Take some and enjoy it. Yeah, nobody's going to eat organ meat unless you make it in this form. So I right, guess it exactly. is easier to enjoy than somebody's spleen <laughs> on the table. Uh, well, all right. You know what? But I'll I try don't know it. Why that, see, that's the thing. I don't know why I like Braunschweiger, but I can't do Spam because they're, they're almost... You know, it, it, Spam is just firmer Braunschweiger, basically. Yeah, that is interesting. It's not really that different, is it? No, really isn't. Or is it? And I'm just not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if maybe, about it. Maybe I'm missing something. But but I can oh, go to spam a store. Isn't, spam isn't made from organ meat. It's God. It's made from like hooves and <laughs> toenails, pig toenails and stuff, right? No, you like you like a little fried a pork spam. shoulder. Okay, so Spam is pork shoulder and ham. All right. Wow. See, All that right. sounds less gross than. Schlongschlager or whatever you called it. <laughs> well, no, I know it's made from ham, Icor, but but uh, Braunschweiger is also made from pork. It's just not pork shoulder. Yeah, it's pork penis and pork foot and pork uh, right. intestines. Yeah, there's some beef Braunschweiger, but it looks like it was pork is uh, um, one of the common ingredients. Well, I may grab anyway. a tube. I may grab a tube and talk about it later on the show. Grab maybe. a tube and talk about it. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going down to Sprouts today. I'm going to say, point me in the direction of your Schlongschlager or whatever it's called. <laughs> Braunschweiger. And they're going to go, hey, right over here, buddy. And I'll grab me a big old hunk of it that looks like, you know, uh, cookie dough, one of those cookie dough tubes yeah, full of meat. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like, yeah. Yeah, bring yeah. that home. Smear that on something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Good. Sure. And if you're getting it Sprouts, it'll probably be really good. Yeah, I like Sprouts. They're awesome over there. They take good Spam care of us. fried rice, diced tomato. Do you have a recipe? Yeah, because I will. I would try spam fried rice. Le- link it in the chat if you I do. Just, I just googled spam friend rice because I, I put an N in there for some reason. Oh, spam you don't want to spam your friend and then ri- yeah. uh, throw spam rice. Spam friend them. with rice. Yeah, <laughs> you can spam rice. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, while we look that up, here's a here's a story sure. for you. Um, Hurricane Ian, you know the one that mm-hmm. just ripped through Florida and did some real yep. damage. Uh, they're still reeling from that. The, um, the power just came back on in Florida, from what I heard this morning, or from the parts of Florida that had the the power out. How are they doing in Puerto Rico? Still everything off? I'm guessing we're never. Eh, we'll toss them a few rolls of uh, paper towels. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. That's all they need, right? Just some all paper they need towels. just somebody to go down there and toss them a few rolls of paper towels. Great. Uh, well, anyway, there's a video of a street shark. Street shark. Yep. It's a dark, what? dark a video fish. game, right? No, what was street? Oh, you're thinking a sewer shark. Maybe I'm thinking a sewer shark. Yeah, is I there love... a cartoon called Street Shark? I know I've seen Street Shark oh, somewhere. Maybe could be. 
So right there in front, of you can see this video, Chad. This guy's a horrible film person, but you can see that. Look at that. That's a. It's some kind of big fish. Now, if it's not a shark, who yeah. knows? It's got some kind of protruding fin. It looks sharkish. Yeah, that's something, man. I don't know if I saw what I'd think if I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just followed ah. the channel oh, and covered geez. it up. Isn't By that, the way, animated series from the 90s, Street Shark. What was it about? A shark on the street? It was uh, The Adventures of Crime-Fighting Half-Man, Half-Sharks. Oh, my gosh. Produced really? by Dick Productions. Okay. In Dick Clark's uh, deal. Uh, right line now. of action figures by Mattel. Street Sharks. I've never Oh, yeah, that this. definitely is a shark going down the street. In that it does look like it, right? It totally does, yeah. I would be shocked if it wasn't. Um, I'm looking at Street Sharks artwork from the 90s, 80s, 90s. I, I don't remember this at all. I was pretty good about keeping up on like Saturday morning cartoon stuff. I don't remember this at all. Oh, man. They were basically just doing Ninja Turtles with sharks. They were. Bas- yeah, it's kind of. Wow. There's a picture for you, chat. Look at those guys. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, like Jabber Jaws meets the uh, Ninja Turtles, basically. Yeah, I kind of hate it, if I'm yeah. honest. All right. Well, anyway, so they find the shark, and it's all scary. Uh, they think it's about four feet long is all, so it may not be a big one. There's mixed opinion on whether it was a shark or another large fish. According to George Burris, former director of the Florida, uh, Florida Museum of Natural History, in their shark program, said in an email, it appears to be a juvenile shark. While Dr. Neil Hammerschlag, who is also a tube oh, of meat. Nice. Yeah, he's a tube of meat as well. Uh, directed, or director of the <laughs> University of Miami Shark Conservatory <laughs> program, uh, wrote that it's pretty hard to tell. So there's just some infighting in the scientific community about what fish that wow. is. Yeah. What would you I mean, do? It looks to me, I mean, I, I say it looks like it's got a fin, but obviously uh, you, know, you got to trust. <laughs> we'll trust the, the marine biologists and stuff, but it sure, sure seems to me like it's a, uh, well, then you agree with this George Burris guy. I do. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go hammer schlag and just say it's a, another fish. Okay. Go hammer schlag. Hammer schlag. You never go full hammer schlag is my understanding. Uh, here's a here's a fun one for parents everywhere. A shipment of baby wipes turned out to be eleven point eight million dollars worth of cocaine. Oh, oh yeah. wow! Okay, yeah, that's how we do it here. And they have a nice baby powder. It has a nice baby powder smell. Mm-hmm. Just don't breathe it in, and you'll be okay. <laughs> uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers discovered more than fifteen hundred pounds of cocaine hidden in a place where you would least expect it. A shipment of baby wipes. The seizure it's not happened. where I would least expect it, though. I feel like I would most expect it in things like this because they're trying to hide it. Right, exactly, yeah. So why would that be? Least expect it would be... Uh, in a in a container marked cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plainly labeled cocaine. Yeah, that's least expected. These writers, I could be... We could write these articles. Why don't we just write yeah. our own news? How about that? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Anyway, happened in uh, Laredo, Colombia, Solidarity International Bridge. Uh, let's see. This is a bridge over the Mexico-U.S. Uh, border. Officials say, let's see, ziba ziba. They stopped a, a shipment of baby wipes for a secondary inspection. Following the inspection, drug-sniffing dogs hmm. made a discovery of what CPB described as 1,935 packages of cocaine, totaling 1,532 pounds of the stuff. Jeez. Which is still 
just a that's just a small takeout order for Don Jr. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh, this reminds me of something. Why? Why does this remind me of something? I'm having a weird deja vu right here. Like we saw an '80s movie that. Uh... <laughs> Something? Oh, I know what it is. I uh, yeah. uh, when we were going on the trip and we were waiting in line outside for an uh, eternal amount of time to get checked in and get on the boat. Uh, dog sn- uh, drug sniffer dog comes through the line like they do at airports and stuff sometimes or whatever. Sure. So sure. it came walking through there, and it just it would get to a bag, just kind of ignore it, sort of sniff it, then move on, sort of sniff it, move on. Gets to us, sniffs it, starts to move on, backtracks back to Kim's <laughs> bag. And sniffed it again, and I kept wow. thinking, I don't have, I don't have shit on this bag that should be sniffable by a dog. Yeah, no kidding. Nothing. Like, what do you smell her makeup? Oh wow, but no, it had to do a double take. I love it. Yeah, and the guy acted like it. The guy was pulling the dog. He's like, "Come on," and just pulled her away. And I was like, "Okay, well, that must mean nothing. It must mean this dog's distracted." But That's I didn't like weird. that. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. If the dog just goes back to say, "Oh, let me hold on, hold on," uh, smells like smells like. <laughs> Fire hot Cheetos or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if he barks, that means it's that's when things are bad. It always worries me that I, I, I just, what I don't want is to be delayed. Like our whole thing was like, if I sat here for three hours and yeah. then your dog thinks I'm packing 400 pounds right. of cocaine or something and you're going to make me go somewhere, undo the bag, check all through it you, and everything, and then make us late for this thing. I was going to be so yeah, You pissed. already had tight you know a tight travel time because you instead of flying out the night before you flew out that morning so. yeah so it's like we don't need your false positive dog sniff <laughs> it was a cute dog though that Aww. i hate that they they all have the sign on that says don't pet me i know i, I know. just want to pet them come on i do exactly that's you know that's the payment they want nobody asked the dog if they could wear a sign that says don't pet humans ruin everything <laughs> they do they yes. do we ruin it all okay final story McDonald's is now selling Happy Meals to adults, uh, but it's a twist. Ooh. Okay, okay. So oh. here's here's what they're doing. They're bringing Comes back with it's... a free baby wipe of cocaine. <laughs> secret prize. Is that the new measurement? <laughs> baby wipe of cocaine. I like that. Yes, exactly. Yes. McDonald's is bringing back its family uh, of recognizable figurines to an adult market, uh, and in the form of an adult Happy Meal, which yes includes the toys, beginning October third. So yesterday. You can order a cactus plant flea market box. It's a Big Mac or 10-piece chicken McNuggets with fries and a drink. The meal is collaboration between streetwear brand and the fast food chain as it digs deeper into nostalgia. Okay. The food will be served in a specifically designed box that should trigger memories of Happy Meals from the old days. The toys that uh, include redesigned takes on McDonald's famous mascots, including Grimace, the Hamburglar, Birdie, plus a new guy named Cactus Buddy. What in the Look frick? at these weird freaking toys. What's a cactus buddy, though? Do you see these these weird toys? Okay, uh, put an image right in our now. Discord, Scott. Uh, I'm looking at the link. Um, oh, yeah. why is a hamburger? The, why do they all have multiple eyes? Why do they all have multiple eyes? That what is the question. That's and, weird. And why does, why does this new thing, this cactus plant dude, just basically look like McDonald's attempt to make Sporky from Toy Story? Yeah. What the heck, dude? Hold on. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Uh, cactus plant free market streetwear brown okay, cats. The streetwear. Is it this? Is it the cactus character? Is one of those? Why do they have four eyes? Yeah, Nobody's character is the third one that looks like. Uh, 
Joe Plato. They're just <laughs> yeah. They're just ignoring the. They they don't right. address this. No, see and explain why we've got. Uh, why do the. Uh, wow. Donald's mascots four eyes. Let's oh, see. You if know what it is. Somebody has explained this. I know what they did. They they um they uh, Mayor McCheese got reelected for like an eighth term and he he said hey it, four eyes if everyone's getting four eyes says mayor mccheese <laughs> if i've got to wear glasses everybody's got four <laughs> eyes uh let's see we have glasses i don't remember as people begin to purchase their adult meal da, 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 uh <laughs> their adult meal toys that sounds bad the brand is known for their offbeat designs and one of their signature elements has long been a face with four eyes. The company has previously produced bracelets and t-shirts that feature a yellow smiley face with two sets of eyes. This is the the cactus plant flea market brand is the deal. Oh, okay. I've never heard of cactus plant free market. I haven't either. I mean, they're the streetwear people. Flea, are, flea market, not free market. Yeah, they're 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 the street they're the they're the streetwear thing that are doing this with them. Yeah, like working with them on this i think but i don't know why this cactus pete and everyone has four eyes that still doesn't explain it yeah, yeah. i don't, I don't no, get I don't it there's nothing nostalgic about it. i didn't i didn't grow up as a kid going ah grimace and his four eyes that never happened right no hamburglary did not have four freaking eyes i'm i i call bs on all this uh yeah, and Grimace is basically a butt plug, right? Can yeah. we just all agree that that Grimace toy is going to be... That's what it's going to be used for. We kind of know. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, Grimace. He's he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's ribbed for your pleasure, Brian. That's Those four eyes are going to see things that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you'll have no nostalgia for, but you'll see them. That's right, exactly. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, that was fun. Let's do is a it break. A 12, it's a $12 Happy Meal, a whatnot? Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. I don't know what... I don't know what value meals or combo meals at mcdonald's go for these days anyway so well, the I don't kids know. ones i think are still in the five dollar range but i think this is are like okay this is all adult food so it's a full big mac and all that i mean whatever okay. everything's gone up too much that i know for sure Jeez. all right well um, listen if it wasn't taco tuesday it is officially national taco day and it fell on a tuesday this year uh I would do something for the fans and I would go to McDonald's and get uh and see if I could specifically request the weird cactus buddy toy in my adult happy meal. You know, I might do this. I gotta take Van somewhere for lunch. Maybe I'll do that. Oh, there you go. He'll get a little kid one. I'll get the adult one. Get the adult one. With specifically the, with, request cactus buddy. With the four the four four eyed butt plugs that come with the adult one. <laughs> Right, right. Well, yeah, <laughs> Let's see what we can do. <laughs> cactus Peter, Cactus Buddy, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. see, he must be the streetwear mascot. He's the street. He's the mascot for the streetwear company. Yeah. He just looks like Mister Bill. He really off. does. Exactly. It's like the. How long did that take to come? I guess it's their logo, their brand, but still, like, uh, very weird. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll see how that goes. On the in the meantime, we're going to take a break, and uh, on the other side, we'll have Bill here uh, with a little bit of making stuff, and then uh, Bobby will be here with some science. So get yeah. ready for all of that. Prepare yourselves by listening to this song Brian hath brought. Listen, our favorite Five Nights at Freddy's fan, uh, Jack Fox, a.k.a. Badger Lord, a.k.a. Animatronic Badger in Discord, wrote in and said, uh, Dear Springtrap and Bonnie, got another Five Nights at Freddy's song for you. Obsolete is one of the many 
FNAF uh, songs that I love. Is that the appropriate way to say FNAF, by the way? I don't F-NAF? know. FNAF? I don't know. FNAF? No idea. Uh, this one in particular can be completely enjoyed without any connection to the franchise whatsoever. As such, I thought it would see if it would fit on the show. The song is from the Five Nights at Freddy's Ultimate Connection album, Collection album. Uh, while I'm not 100% sure of this, I believe the song itself is sung from the perspective of all of the animatronics from Ultimate Custom Night, in which William Afton, the main villain, is trapped in hell or purgatory and forced to be hunted and killed over and over by his creations for eternity. As always, TMS brightens my day and helps me keep my chin up. In a world that relishes in negativity, you are both a beacon in the dark. Signed, Animatronic Badger. Oh, We're happy to be dark beacons, yo. Yeah, exactly. So yep. Claire says the F flows into the end. So FNAF basically is how so you got to say it. FNAF. Oh, I really don't like to, like, though. I really don't F-NAF. like FNAF. Yeah. I don't like <laughs> saying it at all. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm never going to say it. <laughs> it's all FNAF, FNAF from now. All right. Yeah. Uh, so from the album uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Ultimate Collection, here is Nate Wants to Battle and Obsolete. Say I can love 
Let's meet this evening's pointless celebrities. As Shakespeare said, shit happens. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back. Hey, who is that again? That again was Nate Wants to Battle in a song called Obsolete from the Five Nights at Freddy's Ultimate Collection. Nice. You know, somebody pointed out FNAF is a lot like SNES when you're talking about the Super Nintendo. So I kind of say you can't hate one without hating the other. Or spam, like we just talked about. (laughs) Kind of. Except spam at least is like a, those are natural letter sounds that go together. SNES and, and FNAF. Not there that you don't usually put an F and an N together. But is like FNAF that. a acronym or, or initialism or something, or is it just a what, FNAF? Name? Yeah, it's a name. yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, shit. I thought this was a character in Five Nights, Nights and that's how stupid I am. I thought we were talking about because <laughs> we went from Mayor McCheese and all these other characters to like, <laughs> oh, FNAF, he's uh, one of the Five Nights at Freddy's characters named FNAF. That's what I thought. How dumb is that? Uh, you know, it happens. It, it happens, happen. Scott. Every day it you're happens. Forgiven. We're, you're forgiven for not uh, making the connection because, uh, you know. I'm forgiven in perpetuity is what you're saying. Great. That's right. Exactly. Check this out. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. It is Bill Duran joining us all the way from PunishProps.com. Uh, we're currently headquartered in the beautiful uh, Pacific Northwest. He joins us each and every Tuesday to talk about the world of makers and making things might inspire some of you you know he's a real influencer brian that's that's who he is he is see that there's an influencer right there for Uh him look at him influencing us us and everyone around us bill welcome back to the show hello happy to be here influencing good to have you here uh uh, what are you what are you working on lately that'll make us all be influenced i can't wait to hear well the thing i've been working on the most is playing grounded because i'm absolutely hooked on that game how good is grounded it is so so good so good i agree it's amazing i you know what when it first came out in early access i thought this looks really interesting i'm obsessed with the idea of being shrunk and having the world you know represented in a way that felt like oh my gosh this is like real like these these blades of grass are like trees for me Mm -hmm. i I love that concept but something about early access made me go i'm just gonna wait i love obsidian their games are great but i'm gonna wait we'll see how this goes and i'm not a huge lover of survival games generally speaking but for some reason, that 1.0 version of that game just nailed everything about that concept for me. Absolutely. It's so good. And you, and you get to make stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm guessing, I'm really here's what I'm it. guessing. I'll be, I could be up in the night here. But I'm guessing at some point Bill makes one of those early tools you have to make a, an axe out of a right, pebble. Right, like the little stone, little pebblet axe. Yeah, a pebblet. And then you use like, a, a, it's basically just a sprig of grass that's not a full-grown stock of grass with like some i don't know wrapped in leaves or whatever to make it hold together it's this awesome beautiful little thing and i could see that hanging on your wall that'd be awesome oh definitely yeah, yeah. that's cool well i'm glad you're playing that dude that's awesome mm-hmm. uh any of that stuff inspiring you to uh i don't know <laughs> to make something new, make something new. <laughs> there, there's there's lots of things inspiring me i have some stuff i want to make the next project coming up is something i want to make from the game or the movie not movie show arcane mm. that's all i'm going to spill right now mm. uh, okay. but today i want to talk about 3d printing files so many people are into 3d printing i want to talk about what's available and where to get them because like there's a ton out there sure 
We just finished up our uh, satisfactory build. The helmets are, were 3D printed, and I put the files for those on our website. We have a section on our, on our website. I don't think I promote this enough. People go to punishprops.com. There's a free blue print, print section, and uh, there are patterns there for like foam and stuff. There's also 3D printing files, quite a few of them, and again, they're all free. Mm. Uh, and lots of people do this. Lots of people have free uh, files on their website to go download. Uh, we do have a couple of them for sale on our website. Some of the more challenging ones to make. My um, Blade Runner gun and my uh, Vasha Stampede revolver are both for sale. But for the most part, most of our files are for, are for free on our website, including those new uh, helmets. Nice. Hmm. Nice. That's so cool. Which yeah. were printed with a combination of like FDM and resin. So like, you know, some things work better, like those little discs and the, the detail little parts of it that work better in resin, especially if you're doing like something semi-transparent and then, if oh, you need, yeah. you know, just these big bulky pieces that just need to crank out. Then the FDM printer Definitely. is just fine for that. Yeah. Um, so I've had a pretty good chance to scour the internet to see what's available out there. And this is just a small list of the sort of 3D files you can get. Now, obviously, props and costumes are, are my jam. There are a lot of them out there. Uh, in fact, my brother built a full Iron Man suit, but the 3D files he used to print all the Iron Man armor pieces, those were purchased from someone. There's a guy that just makes Iron Man suits. Uh, I don't remember his name out there, but if you're looking for an Iron Man suit, there are several people who only 3D model Iron Man suits. You can find <laughs> the exact Mark Iron Man suit that you want. Is that like uh, I didn't realize that was such a cottage industry to do nothing, th that there would be a room for just nothing but Iron Man suits. That seems crazy. Oh, yeah. Is that also true uh, of like stormtroopers and crap? Probably, right? Probably, yeah. Probably, like, yeah. If, if you want a specific thing, and it's a big enough thing that a lot of people are into it, l look out there. The, this particular guy, I think, does most of his 3D files on Patreon. Um, so you can sign up for a couple months and get access to the files and then go print them. And what my brother ended up paying for these Iron Man suit files was ridiculously cheap compared to how much work went into them. Hmm, sure. Like, a bargain. Like, less than... I want to say like 60 bucks or something, something silly. Like if you were to pay a 3d artist to, to model that, it would be thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, obviously props and costumes are out there, but uh, toys, lots of really fun little toys, uh, but also toy accessories. Mm. So oh, let's really? say, okay. let's say you want to make a, or get a, a wild weapon set for your Ninja Turtle toys. You, yeah. People are making, People have been doing this since before 3D printing, but people make custom accessories for their toys so you could modify your toys and what they're holding. Pretty exciting. Sure. Yeah, that's sure. cool. Yeah. Give your give your stormtroopers that new uh, that new weapon that they introduced in uh, Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. There yeah. you go. Let them upgrade. Yeah. Uh, there's also things like D and D minis. D and D is huge. There's tons of yeah. like people who sell minis. Uh, the thing, one of the things I like a lot is re 3D modeling or, or downloading models for replacement parts. So, for example, I have a bunch of Sortimo cases. I used to sort all my um, screws and bolts and stuff. And it comes with these one-by-one -one containers. But I found someone online that had one-by-two, one-by-three, one-by-four, two-by-four, like all these different sizes of custom Sortimo cases. And instead of buying them, I just, re I just printed the ones I needed. 
perfect. Mm. That's really uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. I also printed in a flexible uh, uh, TPU. I printed the leash for my gas cap on my car. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the little thing that holds that it holds the gas cap keeps you from having to set it on top of your car and forgetting mm-hmm. it? Interesting. Yeah. So, wait, I guess that P- PVC stuff works for that? I guess it's flexible uh, t- enough? TPU, yeah. TPU? Yeah. Okay. A little flexible, like a flexible uh, right. printer. I mean, that, uh, I, I guess that makes sense, but... That's interesting. Can you do that? On, and Brian, do you have a printer that can do it? Is it swappable? With can, the... can I just do that on a standard like you Ender are... 3 kind of printer? Or uh, I'm not sure about the Ender. It need... works. Yeah. <laughs> you need a one that's got a direct drive, so it's got a motor near the print head. It can't okay. be a Bowden tube that uh, has the motor at the back end of the Bowden tube. Which it'll is just... exactly what I have. It'll just yeah. jam that stuff in. <laughs> that rubber, the rubber will just get jammed in the Bowden tube. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I had to buy a different printer head for my um, Lulzbot machine to print in TPU, to print in flexibles. Some flexibles you can print are not so flexible that you can print them, but if you're interested in that, you'll have to poke around a bit yourself. Sure, sure, sure. Um, um, but yeah, there's tons of stuff around the house that I've replaced with 3D prints, uh, and a lot of them are things that I've just, I found online. Someone else had that same problem. They printed it and made, made a model and printed it and put it up on uh, on the internet. How far do you think we are from things like, oh, my CPU fan died. Here's a way to 3D print your CPU fan that fits that exact model of motherboard or whatever. Do you think we're getting there one day where those um, kind of parts are? Electronics and stuff are the Yeah, yeah. Integrating, yeah. integrating electronics into your print all in one go. We're not there yet. But uh, but we will we'll get there. I'm sure of it. Like yeah. that's we already have printers that can do multi material, mm-hmm. and you could to- I could totally see one printing uh, traces and stuff inside your print. I yeah, totally I mean that. they have they have stuff that'll print steel. Um, mm-hmm. They're big industrial monster machines that aren't you know they're not for your basement hobby room, but. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, it just feels like we're on the way. I like I like three food printing. Um, there was. Um, pretty sure they used it on the cruise ship we were on because that that documentary i watched they they were 3d printing some of the pastry st- stuff oh yeah the food 3d printing like, yeah oh, it's so yeah. cool like that the is chocolates so rad. and candies and stuff yeah, yeah. which i am i'm all for that because think of the manpower savings you would have think of all the jobs mm-hmm. you'd lose i guess i don't know if this is a good thing or not anyway uh well that's fascinating uh and, yeah and you uh do you is there like is it still Thingiverse, or where where does everyone just go for to like? Right. I wonder if this part exists. Where do they go? So I've got a list, a good list here. Thingiverse is still uh, cranking for three free three D files. There's one called Thangs, T H A N G S. There's My Mini Factory. Uh, Prusa has their own called Printables. Um, so they're all, those are all like collections of three D files that you can search, um, and I'm sure there are several more out there. Uh, uh, Colts, can, Colts is another one that I that's right. Like. Yeah, cults. Cults. Uh, That's cool. I like that. Oh, this thing. This things. dot com is cool, man. They got um, a viewer, so you can rotate stuff. Do they all do that? I don't think so. That's cool. This could be useful for other things. Uh, And then, if you find a three D (laughs) modeler that you like, if you follow, I follow a lot of three D modelers on Instagram. Um, They'll have hopefully they'll have their own website where you can go. Uh, Gumroad is a great place where you can go to buy files. Same with Etsy. And then I found a lot of 3D modelers support what they do on Patreon. So you may be able to find them there. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Eastman is one of my like there's there's a couple Clockspring and Eastman are two. Nice. 
developers or artists that I support on Patreon because they put out such amazing stuff. This mm-hmm. this Magneto that I showed off. Oh, that's today. the Eastman guy, right? This is Eastman, yeah. yeah he just does work, these incredible dude. busts. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and if you so find good. a 3D artist, even if they have free stuff, uh, and you like printing their free stuff, you know, throw them five bucks here or there. Throw them a little dosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a lot of work. I That's promise right. you. Yeah, I guarantee that that Magneto bust did not poop out in three, you know, in a half an hour on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, exactly. No. Yes. There was a lot of lot of work behind that. Uh, well, this is great. Great way to send people to some proper resources. I like oh, this. Yeah. I like this thing's yeah. place. This is great. Gitpul Xander asks, uh, has the LiDAR sensor on Apple devices improved the ability to scan objects and use them to make a 3D model? Oh, totally. Like, yeah. you can speak to this as well, Bill, but I just watched uh, a, a Uncle Jesse just did kind of the opposite of what you usually think about with 3D scanning. Like, instead of scanning a model or scanning something small, he used it to make a uh, floor plan of his office. So then he has this like little miniature 3D printed floor plan of his office with his desks and his and the pillars and all that stuff. Uh, it's Who, really, really who's cool. Uncle Jesse? Uncle Jesse from uh, the, the show or <laughs> Dukes Hazard? No, he's just a just a dude named Uncle Jesse who has a weird gray spot in one of his eyebrows that distracted <laughs> me for the first five videos that I watched of his. Uh, also, his name is Clayton. Oh, it's Clayton. Is oh, it really? Name? It's not even Jesse. It's not even oh, Jesse. Oh, I want my money back. Yeah. He's just a big he's fan a of the. Dude. He's a fan of the Duke boys. I get it. Yeah, exactly. It's totally fine. He could be called Boss Hog, and then we're in real trouble. And he laughs at everything that he talks about. I've just printed out this great Cyclops uh, bust, and let me tell you, in resin, it just looks amazing. Oh, I love it. I love a guy who can laugh great. at his own jokes ridiculously yeah. with his eyebrow. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Uh, great advice as always. Bill, uh, and uh, I can't wait to see what you're making next. I hope it's a, just a cool little uh, axe made out of a pebble and a, and a sprig. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Uh, anything else you want to drop on us today? A little bonus something? Yeah, a little video from our buddy Bob over at I Like to Make Stuff. He made a Graflex lightsaber. This is the Anakin slash Luke original lightsaber. And the Graflex flash handle is the the original piece that they used to make them. And he got his hands on one. They ain't cheap. I know that. And he modified it to turn it into a very screen accurate looking lightsaber. And I thought that was really cool. That is cool. That's really cool. That's awesome. I have a couple of those versions of that lightsaber, but not one made from the original stuff. And I think that's pretty awesome. I agree. Oh, man, you guys all need to go. When you go to your conventions and stuff, is it also a, is it double for a beard convention? Because you all have the beard. <laughs> you no. should go to one of them, Scott. I'd love right to. In. I would love to see you guys in your element. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna cosplay as myself in a nice, comfortable pair of jeans and a t-shirt. I hope that's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would. I would. I wouldn't mind. But look at all these beards. And I got a beard. Oh yeah, I could. I could fit right in to the beard. Oh yeah, yeah. beard totally. culture. We'll put a grinder in your hands. I'll get a photo of you grinding some metal with sparks and everything. You'll, you'll be perfect. Yeah, and the whole world exactly. will think I'm good at a thing that I'm not. You'll good be at. an influencer, Scott. Sure. Which <laughs> is really what I've been. Well, I've been trying. I've been looking for a way. Finally, yes, exactly. My boat has come in. Uh, Bill Duran, everybody. Punishprops.com, of course. Chinbeard on Twitter. Where he posts a lot of the stuff, so he's a good follow over there. Go check him out. Uh, thanks a lot, Bill. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Had to hang up on him. All right. We did it. Wait, Claire is fresh today. She is. Uh, <laughs> She's on fire. How many? How many gens have you had?
gin yeah. and tonics. How many gins? And is it all gin all the time? Why did Tally yell vagina? Oh, I'm so scared of the chat room today. You guys are scaring the hell out of me. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey. It's not something you whisper. No, it's you don't. You definitely have to yell. Yeah, you have to yell that. All right. Like check, fire. Check this out. <laughs> Science. Hey, look who it is. Bobby Frankenberger joins us for a, a little science with Bobby here on the show. Bobby, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, uh, pretty good, man. Are you, uh, uh, you, you weathered the storm? Anything smack you guys in the head? Or did you do okay? No big deal? No, we did fine. We, it does, it's, it's usually always fine here in the middle of the state. And, um, we just get some heavy rain and we had some limbs fall down from the wind, but, um, but no, no trees toppling over or, or anything like that. Nothing horribly life-alteringly bad. That's good. Yeah, occasionally, occasionally, if the storm is slow enough, we'll get flooding here in this area in in Colombia in particular. It's it's not necessarily something that happens all over the state, but um, because we we have just three different rivers and a bunch of like reservoirs and dams that are just in the in the area, and so if they get over over load or over overfilled then, then it can cause problems sure well i'm glad to hear you were not in its wake uh i know we had a lot of listeners who were and are all just getting power now we hope you guys are all doing good out there uh yep. bobby you probably brought a bag of science what's in that bag can we look can we see <laughs> open that bag what's in there open here's my bag. science bag um no have you guys gotten your flu shots yet uh yes i got no. mine on uh what day was it where i had that horrible dream that night yeah, didn't you do both of the 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 booster? No, that and was the COVID and shingles. That was shingles and COVID. That was that was two uh, months ago. Yeah. I have to get the shingles one again, the second one, uh, in yeah, the next yeah. few weeks, and I haven't I haven't scheduled it yet. But but no, I just got flu, and flu never bugs me, and it didn't really with like any flu symptoms. But for whatever yeah. reason, whether it was related or not, that was the night I had that heinous dream about me and Brian and whatever else. I don't remember what all happened. I don't even remember the dream now. Yeah. Whatever we talked about on the show. Uh, and it was Is that eating Skeletor eating my toes. Was that the one? That's the one. Yeah. Okay. And it was. That's a common side effect. A common side effect of the <laughs> flu vaccine. Specific dream. <laughs> yeah. I noticed this year's burned a lot more going in, uh, but other than that, no big deal. Like just normal. Yeah, I know what you mean by the. It doesn't feel like a burn to me, but you can feel it. You can almost feel like it's pushing into your muscle sometimes. Some years. Right. Um, right. And uh, yeah, I haven't got mine yet. We usually. My wife being a pharmacist, she, I, we're lucky. She just brings one home, and I don't even have to go anywhere. I'm spoiled. <laughs> um, but, uh, that is nice. So, but I got sick right around the time that we would have had them, and you just don't want to do it at the same time, you know? No. Recommend not yeah. doing that, actually, if you can help it. Yeah. But So do you remember that one of the touted silver linings of the COVID pandemic was going to be the mRNA vaccine technology, right? And mm. and that it would be helpful in developing flu vaccines. That's what I remember hearing. And I remember thinking, that's rad. We got a new tech. And from now on, all shots will be based on that. But but I don't think that's true yet, right? It's not true yet. Not with the... I'm sure people are working on it and that they're gearing up for that. Um, but I, I haven't heard anything about flu vaccine. Like, that's not what they're doing with the flu vaccine right now. Um, but it does turn out that the COVID pandemic may have had a more direct positive influence on the flu influence on influenza uh, ah. 
Was, um, was it was it all the careful? I like the, to laugh at my own jokes too. So, um. <laughs> was it because everybody was masking more, more separated, less giant events, stuff like that? Just made it so it couldn't spread and therefore take take hold or whatever or what? Yeah, sort of. Um, at least one of the strains, and that's what some research has found out that they're saying that one of the four main flu strains has disappeared. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. So um. Disappeared. You know, we like you like you just implied. We locked down in early 2020, and that the following 2020, the 2021 flu season was like virtually non-existent. You remember that nobody got the flu. Almost. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because uh, we were all masking, distancing, everything. Right, yeah. right. Nobody was out doing things, and if you were, you were you were you know very paranoid about having masks on most people anyway and and that just really put a damper on spreading the flu and there's one strain of the flu one of the influenza b strains called yamagata that seems to have gone extinct that's so weird okay yeah well that's good we don't go away yeah flu we don't need you yeah, right. one down. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Isn't it like the one, it's the one kind of, like everybody always says, oh, I hate bees. I wish bees would go away. Well, no, you actually need them. They're good for the environment. Yeah. They, they're required actually for a lot of ecosystem stuff. Yeah. So then you say, Is well, they're good thing for flu bugs yeah like flu bugs is there any reason why we want this shit we don't they can go away there's no like dependent ecosystems on a bunch of flu bugs right other than their own that's it not that i'm aware of um you heard it here first science everybody science (laughs) it would be great for the the flu to go away um so yeah so there i mentioned there are four strains of flu right Mm -hmm. um there's two influenza A. I say four, but we're talking about four main ones that we focus on. I'm, I'm sure there are plenty more. Um, but there are two influenza type A and two influenza type B. The two that one of the type A ones you've heard of, H1N1, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. And the other type A is H3N2. Um, and then the type B are Victoria and Yamagata. I don't know why they got like real I names. I prefer it. I'd much rather say, oh, I got bit by Victoria last night. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because right. I got effed by Yamagata last night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I heard the other day a good idea for, like, hurricane naming and stuff that we should stop giving it regular people names and people instead names start on. calling it, like, Penis Ripper. Hurricane Penis Ripper. <laughs> like, really make them horrible names. Yeah, horrible, because they're horrible. They don't. Nobody wants to be associated. Like, if your name was, like, Katrina... I'm, man, yeah. 05 was a bummer for your name. So yeah. give it a real name like Butt Cheek Stretcher, or, you know, whatever, some uh, some horrible name. And then and that's how we should do it. But I don't think they're going to. But I'd love it if they yeah. did. I like that idea, though. All of it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Butt, tre- butt Cheek Spreader in particular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Ian, ah, Butt Cheek Spreader really ripped Florida a new one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds so much more appropriate, but it whatever. does, and it fits. It fits the thing instead of like. But Hi, Ian, Ian's like your <laughs> Ian's like your barista at your favorite coffee shop. Like it's not a scary right, store right. name. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail. Back to you. Ian's the point. guy who tries and fails right. to make that leaf design every single time you That's order right. half calf latte. Bastard. Burnt, yeah, burnt I, bean serving bastard. That, Sorry, really, it seems really hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, vaccines um, happen to be they're qua- they're what are called quadrivalent right now. So that means that they quad meaning four. They target all four of these vaccines or these these 
strains of flu, right? When you get the flu shot, the one you got, Scott, mm-hmm. targeted all four of these strains of the flu. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was a single yep. deal. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, so they will, I think they make little modifications to it, you know, because it, it, you, you have these four strains, but these are the larger strains. If you were to compare them to COVID, you would say that they're the, the um, the what do we even call them? I don't even remember the terms anymore. You know, there's uh, there's Omega and Epsilon and whatever uh-huh. they're called nowadays. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so... But within each of these, there's subtypes, and but these four are the main ones that that are focused on. Um, they're in recent years, they're the ones that have been that that have been dominant. Sure. So um, the data shows that this is really interesting. Thousands of so there are two big uh, sources of data that were dug through to see what's what happened with the flu. Um, one of them is a uh, is a uh, is an art is collected from Europe um, and it was um, from a bunch of data that that goes through Europe. I can't remember the name of the the group that collects the data, but it was an article that was published in the journal, journal Euro Surveillance and um, they found that thousands of uh, they, they they checked out thousands of global flu genetic sequences, right so when when people come in with the flu, they can sequence the flu virus that that they detect in you, right? And so they right. and they will make this data available to scientists. Sure. Um, and they they analyzed all the genetic sequences of thousands of of flu uh, viruses that were detected all globally, and they found not one zero of this Yamagata uh, sequence since March 2020. They've been looking at all of that stuff in since March 2020, and they haven't found it at all. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And then um, in the FluNet data, which is the World Health Organization's data, um, they found uh, 43 from China and in 2021, and then eight of them are, are spread out around four other countries in 2022. And by comparison, normally they find in 2018, they, there were 51,000 detected um, of this particular Yamagata sequence. And so going down to, to eight is uh virtually gone and they think that it actually it's possible that that those might not have even actually been uh vir- detections of this particular flu virus it might have been um uh, it might have been sensitivity from the the sequencing they might have found viral dna f- because of um from vaccines or leftover from previous years even mm. Interesting. So that's good. Yeah, These no, are gone. Seems it's good. it's going to make it easier for us to target vaccines like less less uh we can open it up to other strains or or um whatnot. But they have to figure all this out so that they know what they can target in the vaccines moving forward, you know. So before we get too excited, we should I mean obviously the notion that common illnesses, not common illnesses, the seasonal illnesses. Sure. Yeah. Um can actually go away mm-hmm. in relatively short amount of time. I mean, I guess what would be great is if we could figure out a way to have that happen and not need a three-year 
pandemic with various levels of shutdown to do it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, cause one sure. one important thing to know is that like the the news here is not we found a way to get rid of the flu. This is more of like a, this is really interesting, and they're actually having to change the flu, and this is a, res- a you know a result of COVID lockdowns and everything. Like like we don't want to have another global pandemic in order to get rid of another strain of the flu you know what i mean right like that's yeah. not a really viable way to to do that and and scientists have been trying to deal with the flu for decades like this is not a it's it's so that's the news it's like wow scientists have been trying to figure out how to get rid of the flu for decades and this this got rid of one of them yeah um it's just more of a very interesting kind of thing. I agree. Um, well, I, I I love this kind of stuff. It's progress, yeah. is mm-hmm. how I see it. Uh, sure, yeah. It, it's like I said. It's it's going to change how they um, target the vaccine. It's not going to change how they target it. I shouldn't say it that way. It's just interesting that they they don't have to target all four of those main strains anymore. Right. Um, they can. They they want to to exclude this one now because there's no need to. It looks like there's no need to to have to target it anymore. Sure. And when you say it looks like, that could just mean, I mean, obviously there's always more to learn, right? So we could find out right. next week, oh, actually we found it. Some guy in Seattle was hoarding it in his basement. Now, now the right. virus is out again, <laughs> right? Right. We don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know a lot about whether the flu uh, has animal. Ve- vectors like i don't know if it's transmitted through animals at all so there could be some that are in in animals or mm-hmm. something like that like it just takes time if you if they continue to see that it's not there anymore it, it, it the longer we go without detecting it the more confident we can be that it's gone but um like you said it's it could be hiding out in some guy's basement somewhere <laughs> and and the flu <laughs> the flu is very good at spreading so it could just take just one or two people to have it, and then and then they give it to somebody else. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, it's super interesting stuff. Uh, along with things like this, your show tends to cover uh, all kinds of scientific topics, including breaking late, you know, news breaking sort of things. But sometimes it's just like, hey. You ever wonder why uh, your boogers get dry in the drier climate? Well, here's why, or whatever. I'm not. I'm not saying you should <laughs> do that, that story. One? I'm not saying you should not do that yet. for sure. I'm just oh, saying. I didn't, you know, I didn't know you had our. Uh, you, you. I didn't realize I shared you um, our uh, our list of upcoming topics. Yeah, <laughs> I must have must have goofed and let it leak. But uh, to tell us what's coming up or what's happening this week. What are you doing over there? Um, just yesterday, we sub- we uh, we published an episode of All Around Science that is about renewable energy and something called the last ten percent problem. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's surprising. We've done we've come a long way in trying to figure out how to transition to to renewable energy, which is something that our country wants to do. Um, we're moving in a direction to switch to. Uh, renewable energy sources, clean energy sources, but in particular renewable like solar and wind. And and so in so doing, people have to plant, figure out how to get there, right? Um, and so we kind of know from all the planning, we know a clear path on how to get about 90% of the way there. Mm-hmm. And it's that last 10% 
which becomes very prohibitively expensive and difficult to do, and they call that the last 10% problem. And so we talk about what that is, why it's a problem, why it exists, why it's so hard to solve, and what some potential solutions could be. Well, very interesting. If that sounds like uh, your idea of a good time, then it's on the podcast and available all around science wherever you get your shows. Hey, Bobby, it's been a pleasure having you on once again. I hope you have a great week. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Stay out of the, uh, I don't know, whatever you stay out of down there. Stay out of it. <laughs> stay out of the dry boogers. Stay out of the dry boogers. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> All right. Uh, there goes Bobby. And here we go to tell you people what's going on. Now, today, it's supposed to be Play Retro Day. It depends on when Taylor births. So if she doesn't happen today, it'll be tomorrow. We're just going to shift it today. No big deal. Sure. Sure. We'll let you Gotta know. be flexible with things like this. That's right. Trying to be flexible. Uh, there will be a new diary today because I had a conversation with a three-year-old that I that I have to talk through. So we're going to do that today. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear that. That sounds like it's going to be cute. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. And then a reminder yeah. because I never I'm terrible at self promotion. We do it here on the show here and there, but we're I think I'm bad at it. I think I'm bad at self promotion. Brian and I have talked about this before. Same. Yeah. He's bad at it. We don't like pimping ourselves for lack of a more PC term. Um, sex workering ourselves Scott, right is the correct, correct terminology but now. brian if we're gonna if we're gonna climb that mountain called uh influencer mount influencer, influence mount, <laughs> mount influencer <laughs> then we got to get better at it so i wanted to remind Which is what people what kanye west used to do <laughs> yeah he did well in our hearts he still does uh <laughs> i want you guys to go to frogpants.club it is a url that'll take you straight to a newsletter that i put out on the regular and um i started Against all my nervousness, I decided to start pu- publishing chapters of a book I started. Yeah. Whether it goes anywhere, I don't know, but it's up there and available to people. So if you are interested in that or a bunch of other stuff that may get posted here and there, um, I'm personally of the opinion that at the moment anyway, newsletter these new, this resurgence of newsletters exists because we need alternatives to social media glut. Yeah. And yeah. so this lets you do more direct type stuff, and I'm and I'm happy to see it uh, growing. It's and, awesome. Yeah, and it it gives people more than just the blah. Here's a couple hundred characters. Take with it what you will. You get right. to kind of be more personal and give give people more. I think it's such a great direction. It is really cool, and I hope I don't know. It feels like the internet's just like swinging back a little and saying, "Hey, remember yeah. forums? Remember?" You know, like Discord's getting used this way. Um, yeah. Reddit is more like this. Pogs. Remember Pogs? Pogs are great. Anyway, check it out. Frogpants.club if you want to join the Frogpants uh, newsletter club deal. All right. Uh, Brian, we got a brand new patron. Sure. Or no, we got a patron I wanted to mention that's old timey. Oh, okay. Because we didn't get a new one overnight. So I want to mention, the, patron. <laughs> I hey, mention an old one. Uh, his name is Michael. His name is Michael Farmer. And uh, my my understanding is he is in charge of farming all the Michaels. So good yes, job. that's true. Yes, if if he doesn't do it, no one will. Who will? If not him, yeah, who? Problem. Yeah. And if not now, when? Anyway, it's uh, Michael Farmer. He's been around since 2014. Just wanted to give him a big thanks and a shout out. If you want to be like him, join us at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. There's no reason you can't join today. In fact, there's a million reasons too. Go read about him at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. For all else, uh, it's frogpants.com slash TMS, and we're going to get out of here, but only after we've played a a song selection that Brian brought. What do you have? Sounds good. I was just writing something down that I just thought of. Uh, We got an email from Al Nutilli, who says, this is really simple and easy. By the way, this is not for any event. Just thought you might like the band and the song. Cheers. (laughs) 
Nice. Well, I do like it. We didn't have any other birthdays or anything going on today, so this is a good one for today. Uh, it's a band called Camp. I say it like that because it's got two A's. Camp. Oh, weird. If it was one A, I'd say Camp, but it's two A's, so I say Camp. <laughs> the name of the song is Square One. It's a single they released last year. It's a cover of a song by Tom Petty. Here is Camp. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. Had to find some higher ground Had some fear to get around You can say what you don't know Later on won't work no more Last time through I hit my tracks So well I could not get back Yeah, my way was hard to find Sell your soul for peace of mind Square one, my slate is clear Rest your head on me, my dear Took a world of trouble Took a world of tears Took a long time To get back here Tried so hard to stand alone Struggled to see past my nose Always had more dogs than bones I could never wear those clothes It's a dark victory You won and you were so lost Told us you were satisfied But it never came across Square one, my slate is clear Rest your head on me, my dear Took a world of trouble Took a world of tears Took a long time To get back here show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com you're a total dildos planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.